When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, welcome to episode 28 of Three Terrible Gamers. I'm here with Colin. Hey guys. Alright, so it had been, by the time this releases, two weeks, or a week rather at that time. So uh, Monday morning, this past Monday morning, Nintendo woke up to a uh, quite a job to clean up as the entire Tears of the Kingdom art book was leaked Sunday afternoon. I can't read it. It's in Japanese. <laughs> uh, no, it's. I mean, it's mainly an art book. Yeah, it has Japanese writing in it. So if you can read that language, then you can tell what's going on in the picture descriptions. Other than that, I mean, the pictures look good. The graphics are good on paper. So I can only imagine what it's going to be on the actual game itself. Some of the things that stood out to me is like Ganondorf in his drawing form for it and some of the enemies that you fight like the Zothos and Moblins and the Bacoblins like how they got different designs based on right. what they're going to be in a game and it looks like they were going to have different weapons now too yep. spoiler alert but it's not really anything too detrimental to the storyline, I guess. It's just the, like I said, weapons that they're going to be using. So if you think that's a spoil, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, at first it was 20-some pages, then it went to 50-some pages, and then just the full 200 pages was leaked. I actually talked to the guy that leaked them i reached out to him and talked to him and he get he's the one that gave me the pdf for the uh no uh art book yeah i looked at all 200 and some pages it's really good it looks really really good really entertaining and there are some minor spoilers like colin said it's nothing to do with the main story to an extent i mean of course if you didn't already know that that guy was ganondorf maybe it would be a spoiler but you should know that's who that is the corpse that's who that is that's what i pretty much Um, assumed it's the first trailer hit back in 15 yeah and pretty much everybody did um there are i don't want to say too much because i know a lot of you are trying to not 
be spoiler free before the game comes out. But the enemies, their upgrades look good. There's a bunch. I'll say there's a bunch of different levels and tiers to enemies than there was last year. From you can tell, usually there was what two or three different kinds of enemies, like tiers of enemies. Now there's a bunch of different tiers. It seems like uh, not just color wise, like the weapons come out like the Lazafos and their horns and stuff. I was just say like weapon wise, I think there was like two or three, but like actual level or kick like of enemies, I think there was four on regular mode and five on master mode. Or yeah. no, it was for peace. You just start out stronger on master mode. Yeah, master master mode had uh, the silver and gold, the goblins and stuff, didn't they? Yeah, because master no the regular mode, the strongest they would get would be the silver, and then oh, a master okay. mode it was gold. All right, I didn't play a whole lot of master mode. I couldn't remember. Um, there. It is in Japanese, like Colin said, the one that leaked. Um, but using my phone, I highlighted the text and translated what I could. Some of it didn't translate right. Some, some of it did, and I'm not going to say what translated and what didn't because it it would be spoilers, especially the, some of the new characters would be spoilers if you knew what their actual names were. But um, pretty interesting. I'm excited that this just makes me more excited to see the actual game in motion seeing all that artwork and how the story will play out. Um, Ganondorf's drawing, when I translated it, it said, looks like a gorilla, which is... And his face kind of does look like a gorilla, so I guess he's going for a gorilla look. It's kind of a... Worst thing to go for Ganondorf. I mean, a pig I could understand. Yeah, because he's based off a pig in almost every game. That's his true form, pretty much. Ganon, not Ganondorf, but Ganondorf's his human form. But yeah, it's it's odd they chose gorilla. But with he's not a gorilla. He's a human, but he looks like that. Could be the difference though in between the versions of what they would called. It could, but if you look at his fangs on that page, it, he does kind of look like resemble a gorilla. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Um, definitely makes me want to play this game even more. It's still a couple months away, and can't wait for it. Yeah, it's definitely got my hopes going, and uh, I mean that was already good. Breath of the Wild has my heart. Like I said, it's the first one I beat, but you know, this is the predecessor, so a lot of expectations to be met, and the picture is already fulfilling that expectation. Yeah, and you mentioned the graphics. You know how Zelda fans analyze every bit of images and trailers? I'm sure you've seen Zeltic and others do it online. Yeah. But they were everybody that I've watched that analyzes the trailers and even these art book uh, pictures. They say that the graphics will definitely be better on Tears of the Kingdom compared to Breath of the Wild because Breath of the Wild, you remember, it was uh, developed as a Wii U game, just brought over to the Switch. This is a from the ground up 
I mean, yeah, it's using the same engine as Breath of the Wild, but from the ground up, a Switch game. So it will have better graphics than Breath of the Wild. And Breath of the Wild looked pretty good for what it was. Mm -hmm. And it got a whole four more gigabytes of either graphical data or gameplay. Right. Going in. Yeah. So, so, I mean, it could just be a bigger game taking up that four gigabytes, or half of it could be game, half of it could be just visuals. Or any scenario within that four gigabytes could be either one. Yeah, but only time will tell. Got three more months at this point. I'm going to try to get it on launch day, and I may try to stream it. I don't know yet. I might want to experience it by myself, but I may stream it. I don't know. We'll just have to see. That's right. All right. Moving on. We got the Hogwarts Legacy and Metroid Prime Remaster ratings for you guys, so you'll know if it's worth picking up or not. Either one of them. Hogwarts Legacy is at an 83 Metacritic and an 84 Open Critic, so, I mean, it's a very highly... In I mean, it was highly anticipated the whole entire time. So, personally, still haven't, you know, haven't played it. It's only out on PlayStation still yet. Correct? Yes. And, yes. and Xbox Series. It came out on Xbox finally? Mm -hmm. All right. So, in saying that, yeah, it's, you know, still hasn't been out there, but it's still not out to Switch users. So that's that'll be whenever I play it is whenever it the comes last, out. It'll, it'll be the last one to get it way in July. The sure. current gen, other current gen consoles will get it before the Switch will. I anticipate that I'll have uh, Tears of the King to beat by then, so I'll probably grab it in July. Okay, and Metroid Prime is on a 94 on Meta. And I couldn't find Open Critic, but on the User Critic, it was a nine point eight out of ten. Compared to the original two thousand and two version, was a ninety seven Metacritic and an eight point nine Open User. So Metacritic went down, and Open User went way up. Yeah, but my experience with study a metacritic is for a remaster or remake to get a higher score or the same score they have to like really improvise the game more than what it was like even down to the point of not really changing the story but making it better than what it was even if it's like by one or two more side quests it'd be harder definitely for a remaster to get a better critic score than a complete remake too mm -hmm. but yeah that's where it's sitting at right now obviously Hogwarts Legacy is new so it don't have a previous thing they go off of but right. obviously Metroid Prime is still a good game one of the highest rated games of all time top 10 if not top 20. I believe so. Because Ocarina of Time is the highest rated game of all time. And it's just, I think, not a far below it. So, um, yeah, like Colin said, when I done my rating, I think I done mine for the Series X. Yours might have been the PlayStation, but mine said a 90 rating. 
but that was with only 16 reviews at that time. So it could have been, I'd done this maybe a week ago when it first came out. I'm not sure. I don't remember when I'd done this research, but anyway, this um, one I got <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yours is probably more accurate than mine, but by the time I done it, and I done it for Xbox, it was a 90 rating with 16 reviews. All 16 are positive, no mixed or negative. And I would say Hogwarts Legacy, in the first two weeks, it sold 12 million copies, over 12 million copies, and earning $850 million. And that's, just remember, that's only releasing on next gen so far. And PC, maybe, I believe, maybe not. PC. I think PC, yes. Because uh, current gen, oh well, PS4 and Xbox will come at a later time, and then Switch won't release until later, way in July. So it's if it's already getting that kind of money, we'll just wait till current gen kicks in. It's going to bring in a lot of money and sell a lot of copies. And oh, yeah. Metroid Prime Remaster, um, when I done my research, it was a 95 with 49 reviews, all 49 being positive, no mixed or negative. And like Colin said, the original was a 97 on the GameCube. And both of these games, Metacritic said they are definitely must-plays from them. So it takes a lot to be a must-play from Metacritic because they're critics. So definitely check both of these games out. Metroid Prime, I've played it. It's fun. I haven't beat it. I need to. But I played the original GameCube version. I didn't play it on the Wii. But I'll probably end up picking up the Switch version just to beat it because it has twin stick controls and the trigger is a is shoot like a modern shooter instead of the weird GameCube controls on it. Yeah, with, missing your uh, set of bumpers. Yeah, instead of the left stick being move and aim, it's weird, even though the GameCube had two sticks. But back then first shooters weren't as common to for Nintendo to really know how to design the controller or the game. I'm not mistaken, the A button was a shoot button, right? A was a shoot button, yeah. That's what I thought. That was, I mean, that's definitely weird to think about in like today's time because you would do A or B for a jump at least for yeah. what it's going to be here. And then back then it was like, oh yeah, I'm going to shoot with the A button. Best I can believe B is jump. The best I can remember. I think so. It's been a hot minute. Yeah. I know you use almost every button on that GameCube controller for that game. Because you even use the D-pad for the visors and others. Maybe not the C-stick. You may use C-stick. I don't remember. It's been a while. But uh, yeah, anyway... The current controls are way better. You can go back to the original controls on the Switch version. They have that in the settings. They have where you can use the Joy-Con like a Wii remote and play it like the Wii version. They have it kind of like a hybrid. You can do kind of the GameCube version and the twin stick. It's weird. I don't know. And then they have uh, gyro. So you can use the twin stick, but you can use gyro to move your controller or the Switch around to help you aim better instead of just using just the stick. However, they have a lot of options. It's pretty cool they added all these options. They only had to just do one. They could have even just left it the GameCube way and people wouldn't really complain, probably. Uh, the gyro, I think, was going to be a little weird, personally. 
it can be. I've used it in Fortnite on the Switch, and it's not bad. I mean, it takes a little getting used to, but it does help you aim better because you can use the stick, and especially if you're using handheld mode, the you know the Joy Cons, it's hard to get a real precise aim on somebody. So if you move the stick in just that direction and get them pretty much on the person, you can use the gyro to kind of adjust exactly where you need it to be. Gotcha. So it does take getting used to, but I like it better. Oh yeah, I mean, it's like I said for me, gyro, and I think my bad experience with gyro is plenty of the puzzles in uh, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they. I mean, gyro is not perfect, but it's not bad, and it's mainly the only Nintendo uses it a lot in the, most of their games, but. Other companies don't use it a whole lot. I don't even know if Xbox even supports gyro at all. I think PlayStation just started doing it. Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't think Xbox has messed with really anything outside of the Connect, and obviously they don't even fool with that anymore. They still use AA batteries in their controllers. So. Yeah, it's true too. They don't have rechargeable c- controllers. So, I mean, they're kind of behind a little bit, but whatever. They must be thinking they're saving money somewhere. I guess they are. They're billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. The last Mario movie trailer will be a Mario movie Nintendo Direct on March 9th. Yeah, we shall get this day right. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. I... Like you said, it'll it's a it's gonna be their version of a direct. It's the final trailer, pretty much twenty eight days before the movie would release. Uh, it's gonna be the final chance for it to uh, go out on my fury limb here and say that if they're going to release a three D Mario title, it'll be during the trailer as well. I doubt it. But if it is going to happen, it's going to be during this trailer as a surprise. Hmm. All right, Colin. We'll see who's right here because I said that this, of course, will be the last trailer and uh, it'll be for the movie release in April. But I said maybe we'll get a tease at the next Mario game which will either be a game about the movie or just some sort of 2D Mario game, not 3D, 2D. Oh, is that why you're arguing with me? Is because you said 2D instead of 3D? Mm-hmm. Oh, and your argument, you technically, if it's based off the movie, you got a 2D and a 3D both as a guess. Yeah. So we'll see who's right or we could both be wrong. I don't know. but. uh you say 3D, I say 2D. Well, you technically say 3D and 2D. You're just going with your 2D to fight with me right now. Right. I'll go with either one, but if it... I just <laughs> want to prove you wrong. Is it, you know, oh, that's, argue with I don't, I don't care. It's all good. Uh, but yeah, I say it'll be a 3D title just because... Free, I mean, I guess technically with Bowser Fury release... 
that I mean it was a update to 3D World I believe but mm-hmm. it was I mean, a part it, of it. It was a 3D title but as we mentioned before it's it's been a while since a Mario Odyssey type of game has came out. Same amount of time as what it has been for Breath of the Wild so it's Zelda's right around the corner I don't think and Nintendo being Nintendo I don't think they're going to let Zelda have all the love they're going to throw out something else to hinder the Zelda cells in themselves a little bit. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So do you think that it'll be a bigger release than Tears of the Kingdom? Uh, it's a Mario game. Of course it's going to be, because that's still their family-oriented thing. You can toss the Mario game to the kids. They don't got to solve no puzzles or anything. It's just straightforward, go do what you have to do, and then call it good. Well, obviously there's a little bit more thinking involved in Zelda games. I don't know. I've never used a book to beat a Mario game. I've used several books and looking up online how to beat a Zelda game. Zelda Dungeon is a lifesaver. That's right. Not a sponsor, but... No, they should be. (laughs) But, like I said, Mario games are definitely more straightforward, so therefore more people naturally are going to buy Mario games than what they would thinking, because some people think thinking for a video game is more mature than what it's worth playing. It's because they're weak. I'll agree, but it's hard <laughs> to offend any of our audience members if you guys happen to be weak out there. If you're weak and you disagree, join our Discord and yell at us. We'll, we'll appreciate that. But, uh, see, I don't know. I think it would just be a small Mario game, kind of similar to Mario 35, because I don't think they're wanting to hinder Zelda, because it seems like to me, Zelda has done better on the Switch than Mario has. They've put more Mario out, but Zelda has sold more, Breath of the Wild sold more than Mario Odyssey, and it seems like Zelda is Zelda's always been really, really popular here in North America. In Japan, it wasn't as much, but now it is. It's almost just as popular as Mario. So I don't know. Me, I'll take Zelda over Mario all day long. I didn't used to be like that, but I will now. Well, I know what we'll do in today's time, but like you said, back in the day, it was always Mario, 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 and 
now that we're adults, it's like, okay, Zelda makes more sense. It's more fun to play. Like I said, I don't think that if they was to release a Mario game that it would hinder the Zelda sales at all. But I'm just saying at the in-game of it, more people would probably appreciate the Mario release if it happens, opposed to the Zelda release, even though the audience is starting to outweigh it. But the people that play Zelda in America are still going to be the people that pick the Zelda game before the Mario game, while the Mario people aren't necessarily going to do that. Right. Yeah. I get what you're saying, but Zelda all the way. I mean, we don't have Mario, a clear thing. Mario's fun and all. I but I really didn't like Mario Odyssey, honestly. No, I mean it was it was a nice change of pace for what they had, but still wasn't nothing really worth bragging about. I just didn't like getting the moon and not getting back to the hub world. I didn't like staying in the game. I know it's a seamless, more seamless game at that point, but I liked Mario Sunshine and Mario 64 where you got booted it back to Delfino Square and back to Peach's Castle and Mario Galaxy even got shipped back to the planet and then Rosalina's world or whatever her place. Um, I like that. I like the hub world. You can explore that and then whenever you want to go to another level, you jump back in instead of being left in the level and basically the level is your hub at that point except for the ship, which you can, what, change your clothes? I think so. Until you get enough moons, then you go to the next area. Yeah, exactly. I I, don't know, I just didn't like that. Which, I mean, I guess First to thing. an extent it made sense, like trying to flirt with the uh, open world, you know, thing more with yeah. it. Yeah. But at the same time, it's one of those things where it's just like, oh, okay, I'm like, like you said, I personally, for me, I'm just like, oh yeah, I don't ever get kicked back to the thing and then decide if I want, because you know, maybe I don't want to stay in this world. Maybe I want to go to, you know, Rico Harbor opposed to right anywhere else. Right, have more of a variety. So, say you beat a level level in Bianco Hills and you want to go over to Serena Beach or something, and that way you're not just playing just Bianco Hills. And just beating all those levels and then getting kind of bored with that world, so to say. And then, you know, you can you have more variety. That's my problem with Odyssey. You stayed in that level till you got all the moons or enough moons to move on. So the level got kind of stagnant and boring to me. Yeah, but I mean, I say they'll probably learn that. But then again, we may just be the weird critic type of audience that didn't enjoy that part. So I know a bunch of people that, especially speedrunners, enjoyed that part because they're able to focus on what they needed to to get to the next part. Yeah. No, maybe I'm just picking. But, all right, moving on. So we can try to get these topics in. Uh, Nintendo and Microsoft deal becomes official. It was more of a handshake last time. Now it's official. Wrote on paper. That's right. Like I said, Call of Duty, coming back to Nintendo. I'm stoked for that part. What, since MW3, since there's been a Call of Duty on the Nintendo system? Black Ops 2 was on the Wii U. Black Ops 2, okay. 2012? 
So 11 years. I was thinking it was 10 years, but it may be. Yeah, Black Ops 2 was 2012. So that was my first one. Yep. So yeah, it would have been what, the start of the Wii U? Like the very start of it? Yeah, because it came out in 2012. And Black Ops 2 was the one that came after MW3. Yeah. All right. And that came out for the Wii U, so that explains why I thought MW3 was the last one. Because I had right. it for the... Well, no, you had it for the Wii. I had Mark, uh, Black Ops 2. Are you? I thought you had MW3 for the Wii as well. I had MW3 and Black Ops 1 for both the Wii and the 360. Yeah. Because I remember the motion controls on MW3. Yeah, they did. So I'm not looking forward to this part, but (laughs) hopefully, like I said, they're coming back without motion controls. So hopefully, which granted, they'll probably still use the gyro, but as you said, if the gyro is better than the Wii, you know, the Wii. Stupid sensor bar and junk. Oh, yeah. Like I said, calibration was was awful on it. I was a 360 player on it, so I. To really care less about the we we part, but yeah, they're definitely coming back. That's pretty much the only thing I got out of the whole entire thing. I mean, yeah, they got Activision Blizzard, you know, that's Microsoft thing, but they didn't bring back Nintendo to bring, like I said, the partnership that Sony screwed them over on. Nintendo finally deserves to catch up with the main titles which granted microsoft was the baby it's still a baby compared to both those two because they've both been around a lot longer than microsoft has yeah nintendo's the old man but they're still kicking strong but yeah um like i said it was more of a verbal handshake when we talked about it last time but it is official now it's signed in a contract but yeah, bringing Call of Duty and other Activision Blizzard games to the Switch is a big deal. If this Activision Blizzard deal goes through, it still hasn't completely went through yet because Sony being them stubborn selves just won't get out of the way. They keep bringing up issues that keep on hindering Microsoft on getting it. So before it was Sony. NVIDIA and Google that opposed the deal to go through. But since then, Microsoft has made deals, another 10-year deal with NVIDIA and Google. So they're fine now. They've backed off. They're going to get a piece of the Call of Duty. So they're okay. Now it's just Sony in the way. Which and, I still it was going to give them rights to Call of Duty, so that's still weird, but I know they're about her another because... 10 years. They're going to keep it exclusive they're, while their contract is still active, which I believe they have one or two years left for exclusivity until the contract loses, uh, contract expires. But then after that, they would still leave Call of Duty on their platform for at least 10 years, and then maybe more if they extend the contract. Mm-hmm. But Sony, they're saying, oh, it'll be unfair if Microsoft, you know, it'll just leave an unbalanced but Microsoft's argument is right now there's 120-some million players on Call of Duty between Sony and Microsoft. And there's 122 
million switches out there that have been sold. So if Microsoft's argument is if it comes to the switch because of Microsoft, they're just balancing out the competition even more if and they're bringing it to more players if the 122 million switch users can play Call of Duty. So that's a pretty good argument for Microsoft's side if they completely just balance it out because there's only 125 million players right now and that just adds the potential 122 125 million more oh yeah so that's a good argument on microsoft side and they went to a court hearing the other day in england i believe and the president of microsoft well yeah president of microsoft had a contract in his pocket for sony but in case they wanted to agree and they just it's it's pretty much the same deal everybody else is getting a 10-year guaranteed and sony's just stubborn and they're not going to do it but they got till june to decide if this deal will go through and i'm hoping that it will that way we can get call of duty on the switch whether it's native i don't know if it's a cloud version that'll kind of suck but at least it's on there but nintendo's next console hopefully we'll have by next year we'll have it a native port and it'll be stronger strong enough to have a native port oh yeah it'll definitely be worth it but i know sony's pretty much butthurt because the past 10 years they've had the exclusive rights to call of duty first because i remember as soon as i got it like black ops 2 i believe is whenever it switched over a year after black ops 2 because xbox got everything first then after that playstation got everything first yeah and it's been playstation ever since all the day they get all the DLC, I believe, usually like a month before everybody else. Yep. So it it really don't matter to Sony. They got enough games to keep it challenging. The three companies have their own IPs to keep it challenging and keep competition. Even if Microsoft goes off and ha- gets Activision Blizzard, Sony's just mad because they're going to lose a close partner. Pretty much is all they're mad about. And Sony's always been the weird kid on the corner by himself because they don't want to, you know, play or take part with anybody else. Microsoft and Sony, I mean, Microsoft and uh, Nintendo has always been kind of close. And Microsoft's put a few games on the Switch that were once Xbox exclusives. So. All right, Pokemon Presents event is set for February 7th. No, not February 7th. That's right, past. Yeah, you're right. What day was it? The 27th. 27th, yeah, I missed those two there. Yeah, 27th. That's not right. That's already... (laughs) It's already passed. Yeah. Old news, no, it's it's the the 27th on Pokemon Day. It's the... I mean, it's they do it. I think every year, but it's it's on YouTube. It's to commemorate the 1996 release of Red and Green in Japan. They're streaming it at I think 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, which would be 9 Eastern Standard Time. And if you in the central or mountain times, just figure it out. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's going to be on YouTube on their official channel. While you're over there, go ahead and subscribe to our channel too. Right. While you're there, might as well. 
but yeah, it's just like I said, just Pokemon doing their celebration for existing another what? No, uh, last year was twenty. No, year before last was twenty five. Yeah, yeah. So now in theory, they should be twenty seven. I think so. In Japan, oh. not over here. Yeah, they, yeah, they in Japan first. Ninety-seven or ninety-eight. Ninety-eight wasn't it? I know the anime was ninety-eight. I'm wrong. I've, yeah. I want to say the game was a year before. I want to say Maybe. the game came out thirty-seven or the end of ninety-six. You might, but we, that. but we got red and blue and yellow. We didn't get a green initially. Right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, now that you say that was that's Pokemon Day, March tenth, March ninth is when the Mario movie comes out. Well, the direct for it. Why don't they do it on March tenth? That's Mario Day. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I don't make decisions. Oh, it's weird though. But so maybe they'll have something for Mario Day. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, the Pokemon is presents Friday by chance. What is it? Is the ninth on a Friday by chance? I have no idea. No, it's on a Thursday. Is it? I don't know. Who knows? It's Nintendo. But uh, well, yeah. Aren't they ahead? Aren't they a day ahead of us? Maybe. I don't know how far or, ahead they are. Because they're across the international date line, so it's possible in Japan that it would be the tenth. Could be. Well, maybe. Who knows? Anyway, um, in the Pokemon event, I'm just some things I'm looking for. I don't have any proof that these are any real, but uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, I heard that's rumored, so maybe they'll announce that. Uh, DLC for Scarlet and Violet. By the way, Scarlet and Violet got some patches for a bunch of bugs, so maybe the frame rate will be better. I don't know. I don't have either game to test it. But, and they might just might be having older Pokemon games for the Game Boy slash Game Boy Advance to come to Nintendo Switch Online. I believe they will. It's probably almost a guarantee because the trading between Switch users would work so well online for those old games on for the Nintendo Switch Online. So and, uh, connect your Game Boys via cord. Yeah. Yeah, instead of having to do a cord, you could do it on Wi-Fi. Um, I'd say probably red and blue, maybe yellow for the Game Boy, and then maybe fire red, leaf green, or emerald, or for the Game Boy Advance. I'm not sure, but I'd say old Pokemon games will be announced in that Pokemon Presents event. That would make sense. Pretty much out of time, aren't we? Yeah, I think we're a little over this time. All right. Yes, you guys will have to wait till next week to hear the rest of the topics. But make sure you join our Discord. Come and chat with us. We appreciate it. And follow, uh, subscribe on YouTube, TikTok. Follow us on Twitch. That way you can watch our episodes live. And after this, I will be streaming some Fortnite again. 
So I'm going to try to do that every time we record, just afterwards do some Fortnite. But Facebook, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, us buy our merch. This is not my merch, but it looks nice. So if you want a shirt like this that looks nice, get get a merch. But that's right. <laughs> yep. You got anything else? I think we covered it all. I think you covered it all. All right. But thanks for listening to us another week. And we appreciate you guys and we'll talk to you next week. Later guys. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.